What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Adam Gusky. This is another episode of the Matt Awareness Podcast. Um, if this is your first time watching it, skip the next 15 seconds. Otherwise, before it starts, please make sure you've subscribed, left a rating and review for the podcast. It would be much appreciated. Anyways, let's get it rolling. All right, we got Nate Jackson. How are we doing today, man? Doing really good, man. How are you? Pretty good. What have you been up to since the quarantine caused everything to stop? Yeah, quarantine has been uh, it's been been crazy. It's been different. Um, so I'm I'm married and I got four kids. So just being in the house and uh, around the kids all the time, and I think they're getting sick of me and tired of me. But um, it's been it's been cool. It's been fun. Um, actually, during during this time. Um, especially with with recent events um you know there's 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 protests going on and um there's a lot of really really tough stuff that's going on um i'm i'm getting organized a little bit and i've had some time to reflect on my role in society which i think is really um valuable um but but for the most part like quarantine uh managing that has been nice for me um i think as a as a wrestling coach um me and my staff at princeton are, are kind of figuring out um, how we can be more effective in recruiting and use some of these things um, to take advantage of um, when, when we all go back to normal. Um, and, I, and I think that normal is a weird word too. So like, I don't think there is going to be like a normal um, anymore. It's going to be a different uh, thing. So just taking some of the things that we're learning now um, and then be better, being better equipped to move forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like there's definitely at least not going to be a time where it just stops being all coronavirus weird and all this stuff and then just goes back to it. It'll at least take a long time to go back to what it was like before. For sure. But anyways, so the reason I had you on is because um, you're starting an organization called the Black Wrestling Association. Yes. I guess, what is your take on just everything going on in the world right now? Um, It's a good question. So... Um, I kind of want to share you share a personal story, I guess. Um, so uh, when when I learned of the uh, murder of George Floyd, um, you know, I was sitting I was sitting at home and I saw this video and it's blurred because you know you you got to have like permission, you got to click and give consent to watch this video. So I start watching, right, and I'm like, you know, what is this? And then maybe after 30 seconds in, um, I, I got a good idea of what was going on and. Uh, my wife comes over and she just tells me like, Hey, like she just tells me to turn it off, turn it off, whatever. So I end up turning it off and listening to my wife. But um, I think the thing that sucks most about that is that me along with pretty much everybody in society, when they were watching this video, they, we all kind of knew what was going to happen. Right. I didn't have to watch the end of the video to know what was going to happen. And that realization really um, struck me, you know, it was like, man, that, that sucks, you know, and it, it made me really, you know, I was in a really bad place. So I, uh, one of my buddies reached out to me, um, Kyvin Gadsden. He's a great wrestler um, in his own right, national champion, um, US, USA, uh, what is it, what is it uh, US Open champ. Um, mm-hmm. And he reached out to me, man, and he was, like, impassioned. Like, so, like, you know, what are we going to do? And I, he put me on the spot. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, you know, I, I, I feel what you feel. You know, I'm, it, it's tough. You know, the world, the world, um, 
unfortunately is the way it is sometimes. And, um, you know, how, how are we going to get through this? And like, you know, I was honestly thinking about different challenges we can do and stuff like that, which, you know, it's, it's, it's well-meaning, you know, and, and you, you do it to cope yourself, but you know, he kept, you know, prodding me on like, no, man, like, what are we going to do? Like, I think we need to do something. And he kind of put me on the spot. Like you should, you should do something. What do do you think we should do? So I said, you know what? Um, You know, I got a lot of wrestling buddies and you're one of my wrestling buddies. You got a lot of wrestling buddies. Let's start calling our friends and, and, and just, you know, talking to them because the first thing we can do is check in on people that we care about. So um, we started checking in with these guys and um, personally, like I knew how they would react to this type of thing. You know, we know, we know the story, we know, you know, it's a tragic event. Um, But I was like really impassioned and moved because of how similar their experiences were to mine and how similar they identify with what was happening. It wasn't like, people were all over the place. Like we were almost step for step um, saying the same thing, feeling the same thing, um, which, which kind of made me like, you know, want to continue to make calls. So um, over the course of like two to three days, and when I tell you like it was two or three days of not really doing anything, but calling guys, you know, yeah. um, we look around and it's like, we, we, we called, like I check in with Kyvin. It's like, man, we called 50 guys we, or we called, you know, almost, almost 40 guys or whatever the number was. Um, so we said, man, we should, we should figure out how to get everybody in the same room, you know, and obviously with quarantine, it's kind of hard. So we, um, we set up a zoom call and in that zoom call, we had breakout rooms, uh, and we had, you know, about 40 guys, um, black senior wrestlers, um, black athletes, uh, black coaches, uh, black former athletes, black former coaches, um, and just people that we knew really, um, and had a relationship with. And we had them on these calls and, you know, we had breakout rooms, them answering questions. They weren't talking over each other. You know, we, we had different, I, I designated a couple moderators where it was like five rooms where um, guys really had an opportunity to vent, you know, and, and let out those grieves, you know, those grievings and uh, grieve, grieve together and really like, you know, have, have a brotherhood and a bond and, and be open and raw with each other in a, in a world where a lot of times you can't always say what you think, you know, and, um, I think it goes really far with, with a black wrestler, you know, because, um, you know, the demographic is what it is within our sport where it's, it's, uh, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of black wrestlers. So it was kind of comforting having those guys talk, but at the end, you know, when we feel a little bit better about ourselves, uh, we still were stuck with the same question. Like, all right, what now? Like, do we just go back to normal life, you know? Um, and that kind of, you know, that call came and went. And, um, after that, uh, me and about 10 other guys um, said, you know what, we need to do something about this. So um, in order to, you know, solve the, the greater problem um, of racism um, in our community, you know, in society, uh, we wanted to use our platform in a way where, you know, we could we can make our, our place a little bit more equal, a little more equitable, and then be a model for the rest of society or, or the, the rest of other people's circles. Um, where they can start bridging some of those gaps and it sucks because like people think about it like we're having this talk right now you know uh and it's it's like an uncomfortable topic um but it can't we can't really afford for it to be uncomfortable anymore because it's a lot of really uncomfortable situations in life that that go way further than you know just just talk 
So um, I'm pretty excited. I mean, we're like, when I say we're at the grassroots, like we just got like LLC and, and um, trying to be a nonprofit. So applying for 501c3 um, and just really just trying to get organi organized. Um, we're, we're checking in with um, different wrestling groups um, that we may have missed, you know, because we couldn't cover every every group um, on those calls. Um, just to just to let them know that we have their, you know, they have our support and we're trying to um, garner as much support as we can. Um, right now is a time where um, we're really focused on outreach um, and representation. So if we can control our narrative and, and be good ambassadors for black wrestlers or, um, you know, black wrestlers and their allies, you know, people who care about black wrestlers and, and care about our voice, um, we can make it a little bit easier. I think that this thing really took form for me when I, I started thinking about my kids. So I have four kids. I'm pretty young and I have four kids, which is not, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> but uh, it, it's 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 put me in a place where um, I don't always think about just myself. You know, it's easy for me to look around and say, yeah, you know, I, I got a lot of great things going and um, I can sit back and not really be affected by a lot of things. Um, but I'd be foolish to think that, you know, my kids won't be affected by some of this stuff. So I know that my kids, you know, they have to be debriefed on what the world is and how they can navigate it in a safe way. And that's unfortunate. So now I'm, I'm turning my attention to like, okay, what's going to happen when, when they decide or if they decide to have kids, um, are, are they going to have that same fate where they have to um, discuss these things with their kids about how the world is not really safe for them um, necessarily. Um, and I think, I think that's, that's not right. Right. So what can I do now to leave something behind? And I think that this is just the beginning and this is the tip of the iceberg, um, but it can be a really big and positive thing. Um, and like I said, like, we're, we're focused on the issue of race, you know? Um, and I wanna make that really plain because the people that we need to support it, uh, whether it be black people, uh, white people, what, whatever person you are, um, everybody has a role in helping push this thing forward. But I want everybody to know that that is the number one issue. Um, race within wrestling, like we have some, some issues too um, that we need to, to square off but that won't be the first thing that we're trying to tackle. You know, the first thing is gonna be representation and getting in front of the kids, um, really to make an imprint and an impact on their life and not just share our, our athletic ability. And, you know, people, people see other guys, you know, guys wrestling and whatnot. And we got some really, really um, accomplished wrestlers um, within our, our lineup. Um, but, you know, I think our stories are, are what's gonna really hit. And I, I've been a kid before and I know when when you, when you see somebody that looks like you, it hits you a little bit different, you know? So um, we kind of want to be that for our community. And, and um, I think it's needed. Um, I've talked to guys of every race and they know they think it's needed. Um, talk to USA Wrestling, they think it's needed. So right now it's just trying to do all the things um, and build this infrastructure in a really good way. So when it's time to do the work that we want to do, um, we don't have any setbacks, you know? Mm-hmm. When you say start with like representation, does that mean just kind of like get your stories out there of like problems that you've experienced yourself just to like make people realize that like it's a real problem? Yeah. So um, I think um, getting the story out there is important. You know, um, we did, we, we had a Zoom call and you when a, a USA Wrestling SID was on it and she put a video out and, um, you know, it was great because it, it allowed the world to kind of get a glance at, you know, some of the guys like Jordan Burroughs and Jaden Cox and Kevin Jackson, Kenny Monday, um, uh, James Green, 
uh, BJ Futrell, Gabe Townsend, um, Kyvin Gatz, and myself. Um, a lot of different guys, um, you get to see you know, a little peek in their life. And, um, you know, Mark Hall, you know, see what it's like. These are kids, these, these guys are looked up to and well-respected. Um, these are guys who um, carry themselves with honor and, and grace. And, you know, you know, somebody asked me, why? Why, why do you do all these things if, if you um, aren't going to get equal treatment, you know? And the reason is, like, it's, it's, not, it's not right, you know? But the reason is uh, we want to leave an imprint on somebody, right? Um, I have family, so that imprint, I can feel that um, in my immediate life. But we're leaving imprints on people all around the world. Um, and that's white kids and that's black kids. Um, but if we can really put ourselves in front of these, these kids, um, a little bit more often and a little bit less um, wrestling specific, I think that it would go a long way into solving some of these problems. And, um, and yeah, I think we're the people that do it. We have platform and, and we're, we're well-spoken young men. Um, we got a lot of passion and a lot of energy. Um, and we've, we've, we've been through things, you know, and, and it's cool that it's a lot of guys on, on the panel. Um, but, you know, it might not only be guys, you know, it's, it's going to be girls that, that need to step up and have something to say. Um, because I can't relate to all the women and, and our, 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 um, you know, realities are a lot different. Our experiences are a lot different. Um, so when you think about, you know, me and, and this guy here, like his experiences are going to be a little bit different, but if we can cover enough bases, like I think it could be a really positive thing for, for kids um, to see. And, um, you know, we don't have anything like that. So I want to kind of be a person to push that forward. So you originally said like, a lot of you guys, when you initially talked and started calling people up, that you kind of shared experiences that were pretty similar between, like, tons of different people. Were you talking, like, about wrestling or just kind of life in general? Um, so the experiences that we shared, it was more of the feeling um, that we had toward what was happening. Um, you know, it, it almost became like a hot-button issue where, or a topic, you know, it's like uh, protests, riots, you know, like, how do you feel about this stuff? And, um, you know, it's tough to look at it and say like, you know, this is, this is fine with me and this is not fine and all this stuff. Like there's a lot of, uh, complications in there. Um, I think step for step, we were kind of on the same page as far as like, what was going on? Like, yeah, I, I don't agree with people, people burning and, and things like that, but I'm, I'd be a fool, um, to say that I don't understand it. You know, um, if you steal someone's life and there's no consequence for that, then, you have no worth. So you like people are losing their minds. Like, what do you do? Like I, I'm, I'm in a position of privilege where I can sit back and say, Oh, I'm fine. Like I can, I can go to sleep and whatever. But if this happened like right next door to me and, or something to somebody I care about, you know, then like, dude, I, I, I couldn't, I don't know what I would do. You know, if you feel like, um, you're, you're, you're the contract of, that, that everybody abides by in society, which says that if you do this, 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 and this, that this should happen. And if somebody breaks that contract, they need to be punished and they don't get punished. Like, dude, like, it's like, you're not getting paid. Like, it's like, it's like you, you're doing all this stuff and not getting paid. Eventually you're going to lose your shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So people are, are losing their minds, man, because it's been a long time. Um, this isn't, this isn't a one, an isolated incident. This is, um, you know, there's, there's stuff happening every day. So it's been happening for a long time and, it needs to change, you know, and, and people are ready and courageous enough to um, step up right now. Um, so I kind of want to be one of those people that says, you know, I'll, I'll put my neck on the line a little bit and uh, be out there a little bit. But um, I, I believe in what I'm doing. And I, I think it's a positive thing to push society forward, you know, 
Um, I think we've been bogged down by this issue long enough. Um, there's been times in my life where these issues have been swept under the rug and it's like, oh, it's over. You know, and it's like, no, 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 no. We got a lot of things we need to do. Um, and it's like, I've never been in a position where I can really even say that. Um, so now that I feel like, you know, I have the support of my peers and um, people are kind of rooting me on and it's like, man, I've been wanting to say some of the things that I've, I've, I've felt for a long time. Um, I think that it's just time to do it. And, you know, life is not, life is not promised, you know, dude, we can, we could, we might not wake up tomorrow, you know? So it's just, um, when are you going to try to make an impact on issues that you know exist? So I feel like, um, you talk about like everybody has a role in this problem. So like as a white guy myself, like how can I help going forward? Cause I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to this are in that same boat to like, do their best to just like stop these problems? Like what is my role, I guess? Um, so yeah, I, I think the best thing you can do is, is listen. So um, I had a talk with women wrestlers of color um, last night. And on that talk, I didn't talk over them and tell them how I think their, their issues should be interpreted. I listened, you know, I, I think um, now is going to be a time to, to really listen. Um, I think, not, don't just listen when they're talking, but like you can seek out information um, and, and really figure out, like get to the crux of why. You know, when I was a young kid learning about things, you know, an eight-year-old kid, big brain, wanted to be a biologist, wanted to travel the world, finding stuff about animals. And when I started learning about my people and what has happened in our past, you know, that was kind of a traumatic experience for me. Like when I look back on it as a man, like I look back, I'm like, damn, like I have a seven-year-old kid. Like I couldn't imagine if he was, his brain was just churning for this type of information. Um, and that's what it was. And, you know, you, you chase that rabbit hole and you find out a lot of information. I think we need more people who are curious enough to find out. Um, you think about like, um, you know, Black Wall Street, um, where, where this, this place that was uh, doing so well uh, with, with black, black representation and um, black businesses, um, was was bombed you know like it's like that wasn't in history like i didn't learn that in school i learned that from my parents um and I, learned it from people into who that a little bit more i know i've never heard about that, that might so be, i challenge you to, to look 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 it up man because there's things like this that have existed forever like things like the ku klux klan like it still exists and it's not a terrorist organization and it's like you know i can go on and on about these things um there's so much information out there um there's so many speeches that have been done um, by, by, by people a hundred years ago, you know, um, that, that talk about some of these things, you know, we're not too far removed from some of the, um, attitudes and, um, you know, what is it? The seventies, I think, um, you could marry whoever you wanted. It, it could be, you know, it, it was no, like you can't marry a, a white woman if you want to marry a white woman. And that's not that long ago, you know? So I think that for us to not see it, um, is one thing, but for us to, now, you deny that it exists is another thing. And I think that as a, you know, just, just speaking to the white, white uh, community, um, I think that we need to be a little bit more actively uh, anti-racist as opposed to not, not racist. Like I'm, I'm not racist, but I'm, I'm anti-racist, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, being in the middle really right now doesn't do anything for the person that is being oppressed, you know, or for the group that's being oppressed. Um, and it's so many things. And um, I hope to be able to give so much information um, during this time while I, I create, um, me, and, me and my team create um, all these things. 
uh, Kerry McCoy, been really instrumental in, in helping push this thing forward. So I'm the president of BWA. Um, Kerry McCoy is the vice president. And then we have a bunch of board members and we're starting to um, really zero in on how we're going to operate, um, figuring out funding structures and, and different things like that. But um, I think that it's going to be a really positive thing and it'll be national um, really quickly. Um, I think that some of the message can get lost um, when you're just doing something. So right now as a leader, like I'm trying to listen and hear um, people because even, even myself, like I feel like I'm far removed from some of our issues um, because of, you know, just being away from it, you know? So like, um, I, I feel like I have a place where I, you know, I'm, a, I'm at a place of privilege as well, where I don't have to feel some of the oppression as much as other people. Um, but I carry it and I, I acknowledge it. So, you know, use me as a model, you know, use me as a model, a person who um, acknowledges it. And then now I'm going to use the power that I've garnered to try to do something about it. Cool. Good stuff. What are, what are your next steps, I guess, then with BWA? Um, yeah, just, just figuring out a board, um, zeroing in on like exactly who's going to do what and how we're going to operate um, organizational structure. Um, short-term, long-term goals. Um, so that's that's really it. Um, I kind of know what I want it to be. And, and, you know, you look at like Beat the Streets and things like that where you can kind of model some of that stuff and um, bringing the right people in, you know, USA Wrestling Platform, um, Beat the Streets. Um, and then there's a lot, of, a lot of people who've actually been reaching out. So um, I want this to be a, a all-inclusive thing where everybody has a role. And um, I want it to be um, something that can make an immediate impact. Um, and in order to do that, I, I do have to slow down because I know initially I was just going so fast. And um, I think slowing down and not missing out on learning um, is, is kind of what I'm, I'm tasked with right now. Cool. Um, so I know I like filled out a survey. I assume that you guys are going to just use that kind of like to send me more information. Absolutely. Um, where can people find that survey? So if you go on our social media um, right now we have a website that's, uh, under construction. It's blackwrestlingassociation.org or blackwrestlingassociation.com, blackwrestlingassociation.net. All those take you to the same domain. Um, right now it'll say the domain is under construction because we're getting it together. Um, but on, um, social media, um, so, uh, Twitter it's BWA or BW association. Um, and then Instagram is BW association. Um, you'll find a link embedded on that, uh, profile and just, just follow it and then fill out that short form. And that's where we're gonna help keep everybody updated. And um, also we'll have your information so we can reach out individually as well. So um, yeah, so that, that you, you, you've, you've done a lot more than a lot of people already. So um, I really appreciate you for that. Yeah, I hope everyone that's listening to it um, does it, even if the issue doesn't like affect you yourself. I mean, you can't just kinda sit back and relax like we've done for so long to allow these issues to keep happening so yeah sure man and thank you for that yeah for sure yeah no problem i mean i'm not gonna act like i've been like you know a huge social justice person in the past but i mean i feel like it's you know it's not getting any better now everyone's really realizing it so you know i gotta step up and start to do my part so yeah i'm Absolutely. glad that you got to share about this this stuff and i think it's really cool and um, seeing like it happen in the wrestling community definitely inspired me to 
I mean, at least get you on the podcast and share about it, which I'm happy about. I hope a lot of other wrestlers see this and start to pay more attention to these issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, man, that's, that's you using your platform. Um, you're helping push this thing forward um, in your way. And that's, that's awesome. Like uh, the reason that we did have that video out and we got some pushback for, uh, from it because, you know, people felt left out and some people had a voice and they didn't, weren't able to share. But the reason that we put that video out was because we wanted the conversation not to die because these type of things come and go. Um, those hashtags come and go and, you know, they lose momentum. Um, this, this has to be a little bit bigger, you know, so that's what we're doing. Cool. Well, um, I would love to have you on again and kind of just like go more into, into your wrestling career as well. Kind of like what I've done for the other ones, but I'm glad we talked about this. I'm going to get this one out as soon as possible, but, um, I, I do have a couple more questions for you. Absolutely. Um, Shoot, man. Just some quick ones. So one, I kind of wanted to ask you're training at the NJRTC right now and coaching. How has that been going for you? Just like balancing all that and having four kids. It's pretty crazy. So yeah, now I got BWA to add to that mix. But um, <laughs> I think that for me, um, having kids, I actually had kids in college. So um, just communicating with my wife um, was really important. Um, and then I, I transferred that that over to communicating to, to my coach, Reese Humphrey, who's an awesome coach, and to uh, the guys on my staff, uh, the guys on the staff. I'm at Princeton University. So as long as you communicate, like it's workable. Everybody wants it to work. Um, me competing helps me a lot. It helps our program um, with recruiting. And then it also helps me, um, vet, you know, get out this. I really love wrestling and I still have a lot left. Um, but it also helps me as a coach. Um, so I'm learning new things all the time. I'm always tweaking things here and there. Here and there. I have to think really critically about my own wrestling. Um, but that directly translates to the guys that I work with. So it's um it's pretty advantageous and, and like I said like Reese is a wizard you know he's he's really good at what he does um he has a really unique um perspective on on how to coach um he does it with so much finesse and it's tough it's tough coaching uh guys who are out of college you know like guys a lot of times don't really have a ear for a coach like that anymore you're tired of being told what to do you know so these are grown men and, and to be able to um, make immediate impacts on all these guys um and just kind of unlocking um, a little bit of our potential, like, um, it's, it's really, really uh, awesome by him and it just kind of speaks to how much uh, he does know and, and how how thoughtful he is and, and his approach. Um, but then, you know, I, I have a staff with, with three really high-level coaches and, you know, they help me a lot. I've learned so much just from watching them do what they do. Um, and I'm going to take that with me as I, you know, continue to coach. And, and uh, I think it's going to be a career for me um, as a coach. Um, so, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I I gotta say, like, Reese just seems like such a like optimistic dude, like, and also very analytical about wrestling. It's got to be pretty cool, like, being coached by him and stuff, hanging out with him. Absolutely, yeah. So he uh he's a really like he's a really confident guy, but it's it's not like a, a boastful confidence. It's a he's really humble, um, but he's really confident, and his confidence is, exudes. You know, he exudes confidence, and it's like man, why is this dude so confident in what he does? Because he put in a lot of time into what he does, you know? And his confidence, that he gives that to us as well. He says, like, hey, you're really good at this thing. Put this in there, and then you're going to be really good, and you should believe in that. And he, he has a way of just making us believe in ourselves, um, more so than, than any other coach I've ever been coached by. 
Um, and, you know, he could teach anything because he, be he believes in what he's teaching. You know, he actually believes in the things that he teaches. He taught me how to do a backflip. I've, I've been alive my whole life and literally learned how to do a backflip in a day with the, with the guy because he believed in me. And because he believed in me um, and he taught me a couple of little tricks, I was able to do that um, because I had confidence in myself. So that kind of, for me, it's like, dude, if you can coach, you can coach. And he's just a really great coach. Um, and he's a great wrestler too. <laughs> dude, honestly, how badass did that first backflip feel? <laughs> oh my God. It was sick. It was sick. The first one wasn't too great because I like almost landed on my face. Um, but, uh, after a while, like in getting them, getting them to land, um, it got easier and easier. And then I stopped doing them for a couple months. So now I, I just go out every now and then outside and just try to do a backflip. So I, I stay, uh, you know, sharp. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he seems like a guy that definitely just like walks the walk as well. Not, he doesn't just like tell you guys stuff, which is fine for some coaches, but man, he's always doing stuff, especially on Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh, for sure. And like, you know, he, he, he is who he is. Um, what you see is what you get. Um, yeah, he's going to be making videos and stuff sometimes. It's like, eh, this guy's funny. This guy's weird. You gotta Whatever. Love that, but, though. Um, he, he gets his family involved with it. Um, he gets us involved with it. Um, and he just has fun with life, you know? So, like, it's, it's, it's infectious, you know? Like, we see him and, like, we want to we smile because we know that he's having a good time. He's enjoying his life. Um, and he works really hard. You know, he, he, he values uh, work ethic. And he, he values like having a good time and not, not putting too much pressure on yourself. Um, and that's why everybody who's, who's been a part of NJRTC, um, if you just look at it, like they've jumped levels um, from wherever they were before they came here and did a lot better, you know? So um, I think, you know, that, that's, that's the reason. Cool. cool. Um, who do you train with the most? Um, it just depends on the time of the year. So sometimes, um, Downey, like different times of the year, it's going to be Pat Downey, me and him like wrestle a lot. Um, a lot of the live matches and stuff like that. That's, that's where I really want to get pushed from him and I'll give him push. And I'm sure we kind of seek each other out. Um, but, uh, different during different times, you know, he might be out of town and uh, might have clinics and things like that. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time with CJ Brucky, especially as a drill partner and just as a brother, you know, he's a really, really good guy. Um, and then I get in there a lot with the, the college guys, you know, sometimes I hey, believe it or not. Sometimes I wrestle with Reese, which is pretty funny, oh, but yeah. he doesn't care. You know, he's, he's like 40 pounds, maybe more. Yeah. Like 50 <laughs> pounds smaller than me. Um, but he, he doesn't really care. Um, he's strong and he knows how to wrestle. So I have to do things right to, to score on him and whatnot. And he scored on me before, which is pretty impressive Reese that you scored a takedown on me before, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, he, he's a really good guy. Um, and then, you know, we have some really great athletes um, on the on the Princeton team, you know, Pat Brucky, Travis Stefani, um, you know, so so those guys are always fun to scrap with as well. Dude, those Bruckies are some of the most jacked dudes in wrestling, like in the world, I swear. They are. They are physical guys, man. They, <laughs> they, they work really hard at their bodies. <laughs> yeah. What is it like? Do you have to wrestle people like that different at all? Um. No, I don't think so, man. I, I don't, I'm really long, so I don't really feel a lot of people's strength. It's kind of weird. Um, unless they're just pulling on my head a lot. Um, I'm pretty mm -hmm. good at, you know, kind of feeling that out and keeping guys at distance, you know, with these, these long arms. Um, but yeah, no, I wrestle, I wrestle my style and I think that, um, my style continues to evolve. 
I'm gonna have a lot of, uh, of things that I can give to those shorter stocky guys. And I got a lot of tricks to, to give to the longer guys. Um, but for the most part, um, I try really not to worry about what, what somebody else is, how, how somebody else wrestles. Um, Pat Brucky is the strongest human that, that can grab your head. Um, so when he, when he really wants to just grab guys heads, uh, he'll be, he'll be making guys like quit and crumble really soon. So, um, but yeah, so when I'm wrestling him, I, I put emphasis on keeping him at arm's length. Um, but it's really, it's really fun, man. And it's a lot of different styles. Tra- Travis Stefanik, dude, if he gets your back ankle in a scramble, it's going to be tough. So like he's had it. We've, we've been in some crazy scrambles, but he's like a squirrel, man. He's like a squirrel. So, oh uh, yeah, man, it's, it's fun. I actually miss it a lot. Like it's crazy that I haven't been wrestling with these guys. I'm talking, I'm saying their names right now. Um, but yeah. Have you been able to like wrestle at all lately or not, not too much? Um, so I got a mat at the house. Um, I've been doing a lot of stance in motion and things like that. Um, I think I don't have to wrestle so much anymore to feel like I'm getting better. Um, I used to have, I used to feel like I have to drill so much to get better. And I made most of my jumps just watching. Um, a lot of wrestling, um, watching really high level guys, watching a lot of foreign guys that I don't even know their names. Um, that, that's really changed the way I, I view position and it, it helps my anticipation of what is going to be available. Um, and the more you watch it, it's like the slower it moves, you know, um, like I was just watching Jordan Burroughs the other day and, and everybody talks about his double leg and everything, but I, I'm more concerned about how he's getting this, these guys to react all these times, um, how he's, how he's moving. What is, what is he doing with his hands? How is he clearing the tie? Um, what is he doing with his feet? Um, he's like almost always moving. So it's like, um, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see um, some of those things, and then you know I can play with them on that mat, you know, right outside this window here. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. Also, I kind of just thought of this, but like, what is it like being in a quarantine period with four kids running around? Dude, so at first it was like me losing my mind, where I'm like, ah, oh, man, I can't really do anything, and I gotta try to help these kids with school and. Oh man, I knew I should have went to school for education and, you know, like that type of regret. And then it's turned into the opposite where I'm like, Hey kids, what do you guys want to do today? And they're like, Oh, get out of here, dad. We're tired of you. And man, I want to just, I want to FaceTime my friend and you know, that type of thing. So, um, it's cool. We, we've been, we actually, as a family have been really close and it's been neat. And I think we're going to look back on this time and be like, man, that was pretty special. You know, I think we're going to miss it honestly after, um, obviously, you know, it's, 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 it's not great for a lot of families right now. It's just, it's tough. Um, so I'm, I'm extremely blessed um, to be in the situation I am. I um, mean, I don't take it for granted. So it, it kind of, it's just, for me, it's just been a really humbling experience where it's like, you can look and reflect on your life and like say, oh man, like things could be a lot worse, you know? So um, I'm, I'm really grateful for my family right now and it's good to spend so much time around them. So I hope that um, we take that with us when we go back to the, the rustle and bustle of everyday life. Definitely. I know, like, I'm sure coaching and um, training takes up, like, you're pretty much gone most of the time, at least. So I'm sure it was a total, like, 360 once you're just at home all the time for, like, two or three months. Yeah, man. And, yeah, I mean, like I said, like, a lot of the work I do, um, other than wrestling, and wrestling takes up a lot of, a big portion of that, um, a lot of the work I do uh, for the, the team is is online. So, um you know, maybe it's going to change the way I, you know, how long I'm in the office and different things like that, because I've figured out how to do a lot of things from, you know, 
uh, with with this Zoom model and and just just working from home. So it's going to change a lot of things, like I said earlier. All right. Well, um, do you have any like funny stories you want to share about like cutting weight or just your time in college or coaching or anything like that? Yeah, I got a, a good story. So um, the me, Pat Downey, Reese, uh, and Bryce Meredith all went to. Of Vladikavkaz, the it was like the first trip as a uh, it was in December of 2018. It's like the first trip as like NJRTC. You know, NJRTC has only been around for not even two years, so it's it's pretty nuts. Um, the the growth, but uh, yeah. So Pat Downey can do a backflip now, but before he consulted with Reese, um, he he tried to do a backflip, and not only the backflip, he tried to do a backflip with um a basketball in between his feet. So. Um, he was convinced that he's an athlete, a superior athlete, so he could do this without even practicing. Um, long story short, Pat jumps backwards and lands right on his neck. And literally, I thought that he he had injured himself and was going to be out of this tournament. Um, but he didn't get hurt. But now he can do a backflip, so Reese taught him how to do a backflip in a day. Um, it, it only took him a year and a half to ask. Wow. That is kind of ironic because he is telling people he's going to break their neck all the time. That is funny, yeah. He he, <laughs> I, he actually put a, a video up of him doing it. He'll probably do it again at some point in the future. Um, but he's like, yeah, he's the only one allowed to break his his neck. That's hilarious. Pretty funny. Also, yeah, I saw that video of the Boris dude doing the backflip off like a 10-foot ledge. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Dude, Novachkov. that insane. Yeah, yeah. Boris Novachkov. He's he's a he's quite a character as well. I they call him Logato, the cat. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then I got a couple matchups for you. So yeah, the first one is: How do you see this going? Cox versus Snyder. Cox. Okay, is that it? Yeah, I think I think Jaden Jaden has a lot, man. I've I've never wrestled with Snyder. I've wrestled with Jaden. Um, he's really good, and he he's so adaptive. Like the longer you wrestle him, the usually the worst it's going to get for you because he, uh, he recognizes patterns really well. And, uh, yeah, man, he, 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 I think his, his the evolution that he makes throughout a match, um, and just his, uh, the way he thinks is, is special. So obviously Snyder is, you know, Olympic champ and, and great wrestler, you know, so that's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see it. I'll, I'll pick Jaden. I'll, I'll be the first to say Jaden. Definitely. Um, the next one, just because it's coming up, I got J.O. versus Nolf. That was going to be interesting, man. It just depends on what weight. I don't think they're weighing in. Like, I think they're going to be both whatever weight. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't think they're doing a weigh-in. And, dude, J.O. Has, is, is no, has notoriously gets really big sometimes. Um, yeah. And, and Nolf, like, I don't know. So, uh, J.O. and Nolf, I got to pick somebody. Give me J.O. Give me J.O. Right. I'll write it down. Um, the last one I got for you is Seth Gross versus Spencer Lee. Uh, Spencer Lee. I can't. I can't pick. <laughs> I love. I love Seth. I think he's a great human being. Um, not to say anything bad about Spencer. A great human being as well. Um, but hard to pick against that kid. Um, you know, unless he's wrestling Pat Glory, and, that, and in that case, I got Pat Glory. <laughs> But but uh, I'll take I'll take Spencer. He looks he must be really strong, dude. He must be like a cyborg. Yeah, yeah, man. He's he's something else. But hey, that is all I got for you, man. Thank you for taking the time to do this. For sure, man. And uh, yeah, reach out anytime. And 
um, I'll be following. And, um, yeah, guys, go follow uh, BWA, um, BW Association. I'm on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, expect some really cool things. Awesome. Well, take it easy, man. All right, take care. And that's it for today, folks. If you like the show, please let me know. Um, Post a screenshot of you listening to it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you like to use and tag me and I will repost it. Um, And if you have any feedback for me, you'd like people on the show or I keep saying um too much or something like that. Honestly, leave me a DM on the Mad Awareness Instagram and I will like, I I really appreciate that kind of stuff. Anyways, um, make sure you subscribe, left a rating review and have a great rest of your week. Thanks, guys.